Good afternoon. This is Zanaya Azure Radio, and I have two phenomenal guests today. I have Lucas, who is an incredible artist, and I also have It's Time, who does graphic work and works in NFTs and just does so many phenomenal things. So this is a different kind of interview, guys. This is a conversation about how to not get screwed by NFTs. Uh, NFTs and crypto have been out there for a while, but people don't know about it or know what what would you invest in, you know, uh, what's the best platform, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to answer all those questions today. And we have somebody else that just came in shorter. I need his camera. Yep, yep, yep that's shorter. Cool, cool. All right, shorter, we need the right, camera yeah. on. You can pop on for sure. Shorter, hello. Hello, hello. Good to meet you. Nice to meet everybody also. How are y'all doing this afternoon? Good, good. So it's time. Go ahead. So how did you originally get into NFTs? Well, actually, I wasn't in NFTs before I was into crypto and whatnot. And uh, hey, Short, you got a little background there. You oh, able to... yeah. All right, man. I appreciate it. All right. So I got into, you know, NFTs in the first place. I wasn't even into NFTs. I was actually into crypto. And uh, that that's where a lot of people that would, you know, could be considered OGs in the space actually started. A lot of these people that get into these NFT projects because they understand, and you know, the value of the blockchain and what it can provide for these assets. Um, now, where you were saying, you know, uh, you said a little bit, you know, people are getting scammed. People are scared to get into these things. And don't get me wrong. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be scary. You need to educate yourself. People forget NFTs are still decentralized finance. So the best thing that you can do is educate yourself. And uh, well, and that's where NFTs are great for community building because they can connect you to so many individuals in the space that have sources of knowledge, outreach. And a lot of these people that have gained a real grasp on this technology are building real businesses, real LLCs, and really pioneering the ecosystem that's necessary to be able to sustain ourselves in this cryptocurrency era. So, um, yeah, I guess what I do a little bit, I'm a developer. I help. Can I it's, it's fine. No, of course. What's up, big? Can I ask you to, when you said, you said educate yourself, can you explain what that means in the Web3 NFT space? Of course. All right. So when educating yourself, first thing you got to know is the language. How do we speak? Okay. We're speaking in vernacular that no one knows. It's a whole new language. Blockchain, marketplaces, signing a contract, you know, uh, minting, you know, people don't know these basic terms in the space. So educating yourself on how to understand the language so you don't get into situations where you don't know what you're talking about, but at the same time, that's educating yourself, knowing how to speak, knowing the definitions of words so you can actually understand what the actual process is that's happening. Because, no, we're talking about using code on the background of, you know, no one can read the code really, like a hard, like not everyone can read the code. But if you understand the process of what's happening, and not only that, you understand the true power of the you know blockchain technology, how to protect yourself, how to take everything into your own hands and into your own control, that is the power and value that it provides. Absolutely. 
and this is the Niagara Radio, and we are talking NFTs and how not to get screwed by NFTs with It's Real Time, Luke and Shorter. Luke, so what is your take? Like, how did you originally get involved with NFTs and crypto? So I've been a student of the economy for a really long time. I was a, a pretty serious competitive academic debater back, back when I was a teenager. And then like, and when I was doing that, I was, I don't know. I, I, I when I was a sophomore in high school, I won the State. You're cutting out, buddy. Junior versus You're rugging hard on us. You're rugging state hard. State tournament legalizing uh, cannabis and claiming that this would allow, like, this would empower us to produce all sorts of products that get us out of dependencies on corporations. Um, gotcha. So I've been I've been a student of the economy for. So yeah, um, Luke, you're rugging a little bit bad, but you Luke actually lives out in Costa Rica, and whatnot. So the, like, right. the connections reach mm-hmm. the connections reach all around the world. But I can't say the internet always does. I got you. <laughs> I know that is the one dope thing about Streamyard is that you are able to connect people from all over the world. So shout out to Streamyard for that, for sure. Shorter, you are on mute, sir. Hold on, yeah, unmute. Unmute, come on. Yeah, an explanation of the time I got into NFTs. Uh, I I came I came into NFTs uh, in my in my days of uh, working into uh, the Jobs Act. Okay. Which was something that uh, the Obama administration had put into law in 2012 mm-hmm. and um, as I started to go into the the different levels of crowdfunding and things like that through the Jobs Act I started to realize the similarities in the NFT campaigns that I was dealing with and some of the NFT projects as I started to get involved with them and this was like in um, 2020 when uh, um, the pandemic was starting to hit right um, but um, at that time, um, for me, I was I was I was in that space, exact stating exactly what I'm stating now as far as the true value to the NFTs being more of a value for a glorified or a or a rewards program that's on steroids. That's basically what an NFT is very good for for legitimate businesses right now. It's a way of being able to fund your business, fund your project. And at the same time, provide utility and, and uh, incentives for your clients and your and your business, uh, your um, clientele. So that's that's pretty much the way that I use uh, NFTs, um, so that the people who are so that the people who are using the NFT can get more engaged with their with their clientele, fan base, um, uh, so forth. So explain. Um, you can either you do it, you can do it, or it's time. What exactly does NFT stand for for those who have never heard the term before? Non fungible token. So what? So what exactly does that mean? I think that's what people get confused of. Like, perfect, heard it. perfect. All right. So in cryptocurrencies, cryptocurrencies are actually called tokens. Okay, and tokens are interchangeable. Okay, if I have one token of 
if I have one Bitcoin, somebody is just as easily saying, hey, this other Bitcoin is worth this so they can swap. Non-fungible means this NFT over here cannot be swapped with this NFT over here because of its mm -hmm. unique identifiers that make that unique. Gotcha. So every, so it's not like, you know, just regular cash. It, everything is different. Everything will have a different identifying number, which is why it's good for artists because they're able to track their uh, their pieces or their songs by the number. Hey, if you don't mind, can I tag in on that? I like to absolutely. Yes. So with the with the NFT, the the easiest way for people to understand an NFT function, um, because it's something that we currently deal with and use today. Uh, let's let's take let's take a simple your simple Cash App card. If you have your Cash App card with you, you can utilize your Cash App card at the store. You can actually pull it out and swipe it at the at the bank account. I mean, at the counter. But if you don't have your Cash App card on you, you can still electronically use it through your phone because of all the information be tied into a code that's on your phone. That's sort of like the metadata, the metadata that's uh, attached to a piece of art or attached to a wallet address in which the piece of art is attached to the same metadata. Um, that is the exact same thing that we're doing with the NFT and you have control of that yourself. Awesome sauce. This is the Niger Radio. We are talking to with It's Time and Shorter regarding NFTs and how not to be screwed by NFTs. Being safe when it comes to um, cryptocurrency and all of those fun things. You know, there's one thing I wanted to hop in and maybe, you know, give to your audience is mm -hmm. there, there's different types of NFTs. There's PFP projects. There's one of one art. There's how Shorter is using his as a reward system for his business. And being able to, first of all, find out what you're investing in is important. Absolutely. What is a PFP? A PFP is a profile picture collection and... Uh, yeah, yeah. So and it's the idea of, you know, you want a strong community. If people right. resonate with the art and uh, people, you know, in that community of, you know, built by, you know, artists or even a collection of artists to create this collection, people want to represent it because that would, you know, become that identifier of, hey, I'm a part of this community. I own this specific asset. And if you look at the blockchain and anything like that, really what it's creating is this digital line of credit of trust you know what it, it it's if you know every with everything can be found on the blockchain if it happened it happened you know no one can change that right and uh if i own this you know profile picture that becomes popularized around hey these people are smart because you know the technology that this community provides has given them that opportunity Gotcha. So, so that's that, so that's when it comes with all the different animal prints, like the uh, oh my god, I forgot what the monkey. What's the monkey called? I forgot the ape. <laughs> the, oh, the apes. Yep. The 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 drafts. But, oh, the, the well, you got the board ape yacht club. You got derivative projects of that. Um, then you also got Doodle Genics, which is a bear style PFP, and you know it's like. There, there's this term called apes or, or bears and bulls in the space. Okay. And right. Bulls in the space are 
you know, they want the price to go up. They're trying to push it up and everything like that. People that are bearish, when the right. prices are coming down, those are the people that are building. Those are the people that are building so that these, you know, investors and whatnot can come back in. Because if nothing's being built, the price is just going to go down, down, down. If no one's there talking, right. no one's there interacting, you're not going to have anything successful. So when you have these apes, they have brought, you know, higher levels of technology into the space, but no one can afford a $50,000 $80,000, $100,000 profile picture, basically, that right. gets you access to this environment. You know, people got to go where they can afford stuff. Exactly. Absolutely. Shorter, what were you going to say? Shorter? Oh, okay. You there. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But okay, no, I, I I was just tagging in on on exactly what um his time was saying. And there's there's several different strategies that you can use the NFT for, and that's one of the in, empowerment things about utilizing the Web three blockchain and NFT technology. Um, under, understanding like I I don't I hope I wasn't real vague with that Cash App description because. Um, being uh, a lot of people are saying like, why are you paying for something that you can't touch? If they was, if people was charging for you to have access to your cash app card, something that was going to be digitally attached to you forever. And the only thing, only thing that you had to do was make sure that you controlled it. Then that's the exact same manner that we are operating in with an NFT. You have a digital wallet. Your NFT is placed in that digital wallet. Only you have access to that digital wallet, and then you have the rewards or the utility that comes with the NFT. Gotcha, definitely. You know, and that's and that's the thing about it. It's trying to, it's trying to um, make sure that you have access to your things and that you're able to keep your money or artwork or whatever safe. I think that's the biggest thing about it. So. My question is, when it comes to either NFTs or crypto, what is the best way for a person to start if they want to get into that market? I got this one. <laughs> I saw the hands going and everything. What? All right. So, like I said, the first things that you need to understand in this space is the vernacular. Okay. So, a marketplace, a wallet, and what blockchain, first of all, you're going to be using. Okay. So with that being said, most people start with MetaMask if they're going to Ethereum, okay? Well, what, you know, if all you need, so downloading MetaMask, okay? That's just, you go to the app store, you look up MetaMask, and it has an orange fox on it with a white background. Uh, so that's where you would get your wallet. That's where, if somebody would like to, at that point, send you something, you can take your public address at the top of your wallet send that to them not your private keys your private keys are what protects your wallet so going through step by step you get your wallet downloaded you open it up and now you get your private keys which if you, those private keys are access to your wallet if you lose your password move to a different device those are how you retrieve your funds okay. without having a physical device that's what creates this decentralized storage Right. And so then now that allows you to receive NFTs and crypto. Okay. Right. If you want to put money to buy, you know, someone else's stuff, if you would like to put money on that wallet, uh, on that wallet to buy crypto, 
you either have to go use an exchange and connect your bank to that exchange to receive crypto, or let's say you have Cash App. Cash App now allows you to buy Bitcoin where you could take that Bitcoin, go to an app like a decentralized exchange or an app like Changely. Right. And just change it right there. You send it to this address and it comes back. You know, don't get me wrong. I don't suggest go trying every fucking place that says, hey, send me your crypto and I'll send it back. Only trust certain place, you know, certain trusted brands, projects, or names in the space that have obviously been here widely used on a, you know, consumer basis. You know what I'm saying? You don't go to like, you know, some derivative of Facebook to go post something on Facebook. Right. You know? Right. You make sure you're going the right thing. That's where you, you know do a little research. Sometimes when you go into these listings, you know, uh, these Twitter spaces that, you know, generally mm-hmm. where a lot of people in crypto are, listen, 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 find out what they're talking about, understand what they're talking about, make sure they're talking about something that actually makes sense. But you have your MetaMask wallet. Now you've received crypto. Now you could go buy somebody's NFT on a marketplace. And that is where you just have to do your own research into that project. First thing I can say is ask them this. Do they own their own smart contract? Okay. If they say, I don't know, or they mint it on OpenSea, I'll tell you right now. Just maybe push them in the right direction of being truly decentralized with this technology. Because if, say, like I say, anyone can go create an NFT on OpenSea. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is, is, you don't actually own your sm- own smart contract. OpenSea does. So if OpenSea goes down, if OpenSea goes down, so I mean, like, so does you can't get that smart contract back. You can't control the functions inside the contract. Right. The only way you can do that is one platform I'd recommend is Third Web. A little bit more complicated. A little bit, you know, you can watch YouTube videos to get caught up on a bunch of these things. But if you're walking through the space. Look into third web. It will make you stand out from the, you know, rest saying, you know, I own my own smart contract. No one can take it from me. And it's on the blockchain where everyone can see it. Definitely. For sure. Uh, so before, before you came back, we were talking about, you know, what's one of the things that people who haven't ever done or worked with NFTs or crypto, like what is one of the first things they can do? Say that again. So if someone is just getting into the space or wanting to get into the space, where is the first place they should go to look for information to make sure that they are in the right space to purchase an NFT or cryptocurrency? Yeah, that's a process. That's not something that you should, you should, you know, like um, you should shop. You should actually spend time in the NFT spaces. You should, um, um, get involved in uh, Clubhouse, Twitter, um, some of the some of the other social media platforms. LinkedIn has has some NFT talk on it. Uh, there's a lot of NFT talk on YouTube, but you can find communities and NFT programs to deal with or or that you resonate with. You gotta you have to do your own due diligence to this. So, like like Is Time was saying, as far as you know, um, educate no, no, educating yourself, mm-hmm. educating yourself doesn't mean just, hey, it's an NFT, I'm going to go buy it. You might want to find out what that NFT is doing, like what's the roadmap to that NFT? What is what is the particular um, mission for that NFT and what are the 
utilities that it brings. So in order to do all of that, you have to be a part of communities. You have to be in spaces where you're educating and you're getting, you're hearing the jargon, you're being taught and understanding the utilities that are being built to some of these NFTs. Then you might feel a little bit more comfortable about buying an NFT. So like first thing to do is to, you know, open your mind and go into the doors where you see NFTs are available at. Definitely. What are one of the three red flags that something isn't right about an NFT? Shorter. I'll let you hit that one first, but I got a few. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a few apparently. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's the big, that's the big, um, that's the big issue. No, I'm not going to say issue, but that's a that's a that's a bad spout in this area for for several reasons. One, it's a decentralized space, right? But but two, there's a lot of uneducated activity that goes on in the space. So um, people people don't trust things because of things that they've seen by experience. Um, so. In, in using in using a, a NFT to try to, like, say you're trying to do funding for your business and stuff like that, when you start doing uh, rounds of funding with the NFT and you're so, you start off with a PFP campaign and then you start off with something else or you, you bring out something else to, to continue to br- uh, raise money, um, but you may not hit your check mark on your roadmap. First thing everybody's going to yell is, the rug you know um but you got to take in consideration when you're doing these campaigns these campaigns are really businesses so these businesses you know and and everybody knows in business you know the first five years you're not going to be profitable anyway um and these businesses hit rough roads because we're out here trying to fucking you know climb kilimanjaro mount mount kilimanjaro and don't none of us have a goddamn scout a guide nothing you know, and, and we learn, we learn, and we fall, we build back up and, and continue to grow. And that's that's what the community does. So um, that's that's a hard one. You just got to come out here, learn how to eat the eat the meat and spit out the fat and, you know, um, digest the bones. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 several things can give you a key, you know, but at, at the end of the day, everything ain't what it seems. Absolutely. Uh, I love how you didn't go on to the one, two, three, because I wasn't about to either. And the reason I say that is because if you're coming into, if you're spending money in this, you know, space, generally you're investing, you know, there might be a couple of people that, you know, come out here and uh, buy it because they truly love it. And there's projects that I buy because I truly love them. But if I'm going to invest in a project, there's two requirements it must have. First of all, I invest in the people and I invest in the technology. Okay. That is where I base myself off of. If this project is technologically breaking barriers in the space, or I really resonate with this person or get along with them or communicate with them well, those are two reasons why I, when they're all together, I really like to invest in the person, but I can still work both ways. But if I'm going to say rugs in the space, um, if you're going into the coins, learn to read smart contracts. If you're going into NFTs, 
learn to understand businesses. You know how a business works. That's even the, everything from PFP to one-on-one art to uh, the reward system. These are all businesses. So recognize it as a business and take it as such. Definitely, definitely. So what has been one of your most interesting experiences in working with NFTs? I would say my experience, you know, experiences with working with NFTs range from uh, always being involved with communities, helping other community members create you know, NFTs and everything like that for themselves so they can truly get a grasp. It's hard to come into a space like if you, okay, first of all, NFTs are a community. Okay. So it's hard to come in and buy an NFT if, you know, you don't have anything of yours that you can, you know, show to this community. Otherwise you're just hanging around and it seems like people are just trying to grab for your pockets, but it's not like that in generally community settings. Okay. Find people that you resonate with, find friends that you can trust, find people that you can, you know, have a little bit of, you know, rely on a little bit. And uh, that's what's going to set you apart from getting, you know, in those situations of rugged and uh, experiences that I've had is I've, I've never, I guess, been rugged. I mean, like, if you look at it from both ways, value wise, I haven't took huge losses. I've never, I've never missed nft that went from you know hundred dollars or something down to five dollars you know it's you know when people keep building behind these nfts it doesn't matter about the price if you keep building keep pushing it and keep onboarding others onto your project that is what keeps you successful in the space and when you have people around you to help you makes it that much easier so doodlegenics is why my bad. I was just going to say Doodle Genics is somebody in the space that I have worked a lot with and educate education has come a lot from him and some other people in the space, but experience wise, uh, I've met great people, great musicians, great artists, and what they're doing in their real life to bring value to these assets is with the value of these NFTs. That's definitely what's up. Sure. Same question. What has been your most memorable experience when it comes to working with NFTs? Most of my memorable experiences deal with um, um, the people in the community. Um, besides the work that goes on b- behind the scenes of actually like the strategies and stuff that are put into the roadmap and thinking out um, NFT projects, it's it's really um, the the uh, the closeness and the bond that you build with the community and the fan base um, as you start to get engaged with them and you start to see things come to fruition and the community actually sees it also. So um, I think that's, and and I think that's really one of the best overall experiences um, in dealing with NFTs is the, is the, unification and the bonding in the community because you're able to have a reach far beyond just your city your county your state definitely you know i think when it comes to any kind of community it is so important when you're able to build real networking and not just come into a space and you know um just be there 
when you were able to really build real networking and take things offline, which I say all the time, it is so important to take things offline so you can build relationships and have a real life effect on people. And I'm glad I was able to talk to you gentlemen today, but and shout out to Lucas for bringing y'all on because I was able to really get the the whole idea of that NFTs are more are more than just some artwork you see online or whatever. It actually is a community, and that's a whole different perspective than what a lot of people have have heard about. You know, I think we hear about like we hear about the art pieces and stuff like that. We never really hear about the community piece of it. So it was really cool to be able to hear about that part. Yeah, that's 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 um that's a great part of the NFT uh pro uh I say uh yeah the, the 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 communities that are inside of these projects the people that are inside of these projects um that again you 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 make a great bond and you actually are able to improve your life your life standings and and things go better for you by being able to grow with like minded people. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, so, Dana, um, I wanted to say, I, I, it's just, I wanted to say, I really do appreciate you having here us here or anything like that. And honestly, if you're going into the NFT space and you want to go buy your first thing, buy it because you truly like it. Buy it because you love it. Buy it because you like the person. Don't look at you know what this could be in a hundred years. Mm. I love it, love it. So it's time I have to ask you first. So what do you want your legacy to be? My, I, I guess I would say my legacy. Um, I'm not here for me, I'm here for you. I'm not here for myself, I'm here for the community. And really, uh, I, I, we're in a world right now where unification is the only thing that I see that is strong enough to be able to conquer some of these larger things when it comes to the world, everything from politics to climate change to, you know, even our, you know, supply chains. And that's what I'm here for. Absolutely. And Shorter, what do you want your legacy to be? Yeah, I, I, you know, that, that one thing, Want is a strong four-letter word. I could want for a lot of shit, right? Um, but um, I, I uh, legacy legacy is something that that uh, that is uh, something that is told by others by actions that are done. So I I can't determine um, what stories are told, but I can just try to make sure that there's a lot of good ones opposed to the negative ones. So. I hope to uh, leave a legacy of more positive than negative so that my legacy will be positive. Absolutely. It's time. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, follow you, and book you. Oh, I make that real easy. You can just Google The Real It's Time, and you'll find my Twitter profile right there. Otherwise, you can go to Twitter and look up The Real It's Time. And I hang out with Doodlegenics, so make sure you look up doodlegenics.com and go find out you know, what, about what real NFT project would be. And Shota, same for you. Where can people find you, follow you, and book you? Yeah, I, I run the Twitter streets. It's just I I underscore shorter with an A. Um, it's S H O R T A. Um, um, that's that's the best place to communicate with me at right now. I do I do. I'm a, again. I'm a behind the scenes guy. 
so I, I, I communicate in, or I run through and in communities. So I don't, I'm pretty cool on, on, on who I communicate with and get booked by. Awesome, Sauce. Thank you so much, gentlemen. This was a really, really great conversation. And shout out to the fam Lucas for uh, bringing you guys on today. So I, I really, when I talked to him, I was like, this is something that needs to be told to more people because nobody really understands when it comes to NFTs and cryptocurrency. And they've and a lot of them have only heard bad things. So to be able to hear that it's more about building the community than anything else. And all you have to do is educate yourself before you invest, like anything else. Well, you should no, 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 no. You're not investing. You're buying. <laughs> you're buying. <laughs> bad word, bad word is, in, is invest. You're not investing. You're buying something because you like it. Make sure you buy it. Don't buy your shirt unless you like it. Don't buy your shoes unless you like it. Don't buy that NFT unless you like it, the people and the and, and the and the uh the organizers of the NFT. I can say better than that. So definitely make sure you do your research before you buy anything. NFTs are not an investment. <laughs> See, again, learning more. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much, gentlemen. You have an amazing day. Take care. All right. All right. Take care.